0: Hey, Benedict. Hey, Daniel. All right, so we created our company, our LLC on Friday.
1: Yeah, I guess. we talked about it two weeks ago, but then we kind of wanted to get more feedback input, see if we were doing the right thing. And it sounds like we're doing a reasonable thing.
0: Yeah, reasonable enough. You can over-optimize where, if, you know, kind of riding the line pretty well. Yeah. So, Arrow Software LLC, we, it exists. We are now in the process of moving all of our accounts and, you know, our hosting and our email sending and G Suite and all that stuff that was running through my LLC uh, for our design studio, running that now through Arrows.
1: Yeah, and it's, it's it's a bit of kind of an untangling process because so many of the things we used for both and now trying to pull it out. So it's really for one and it also then we... Well, leads-
0: Actually, I mean, we went through the list and most of them are things we aren't. It's really just G Suite is the thing that is kind of intermingling in Notion, right? Like, yeah,
1: I also mean like, oh, you use this for a different project previous or yeah, that I think is something that applies to more.
0: Totally, and, and I think the challenge that we have is we, we want to make sure things are on their own clean account. One for, what do we say? There's two reasons really. One for billing, we want to have a clean billing setup. But mainly, if there was ever a reason that we needed to transfer ownership, um, for any reason we sold or anything, it just we always want those things to be separate so we don't have to have data that we have to pull apart later, or usage or, you know, right anything like that. Like, right. I, I think a- invoicing, like how do we ex- share, We can't ex- share expenses with two different LLCs. We want them to be cleanly owned by one.
1: Exactly. Yeah, I think the two heuristics were clean billing and if we ever needed to part with those accounts that we don't, aren't losing anything else. So, you know, whether that's uh, emails for the agency or, uh, you know,
0: anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. And even though, you know, arrows is will subsume and take over the agency, ideally, you know, next year as, as the year unfolds and the agency will be less active, there will always be some sort of, activity on that account and you know they will need to be separate so that's the big thing we're waiting on our our bank account to be approved so that once that happens um, we can finish setting up our stripe account for arrows software instead of our old one running um, as it was and then that means we can um, finally finish we finished all the code and development work to kind of turn on self-serve sign up and and stripe payments and and all that sort of stuff that we needed in Arrows, the app. And we will launch that ideally next week, it seems, if we get our bank account set up.
1: Yeah, so the, right, the bank account's really the thing that's holding us up a little bit where we don't want to open self-serve and not run it through all the new accounts. So that's that'll be the clean separation point between old and new business is the public self-serve up.
0: Yeah, and it's not that we expect you know, like 10 or hundred customers to sign up right away. But even to have to go back to two or three and say, can you please, you know, re read yeah. <laughs> your payment information because yeah. we have a new, yeah, it's just silly. We can go to our early customers and ask them to, you know, add their payment information because they pay us via an invoice. They didn't even, none of them have logged into our app to pay us. So it's kind of like a logical point now to be, Hey, you have to go to your dashboard, to add payment to lock in your new plan. So, all right. This gets into an interesting question. We went through our our all of our SaaS tools, um, which had been running through my debit card for my business, and I'd kind of mostly been managing them. You know, you were an admin user, user on most of them, if not all of them, and then, but you weren't really dealing with most of the business side of it or the expense side of it.
1: Right. In the beginning, we decided, you know, we'll run everything through your account. And that makes it simple because then all of the money coming in is your account and then all of the money going from that account. So hypothetically, the subscriptions and payments that we've gotten have paid for those services.
0: Yeah. But so, you know, we never had it all cleanly set up in one account where we could just, and we never weren't really paying attention. I mean, we loosely knew, okay, we're paying for these tools and none of them are on, you know, without reason. But we both were pretty surprised by how many tools we actually needed or were, were running things through. Like we're what, 20 or something. 20, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and if we had guessed, like, I mean, I'm sure both of us would have asked seven, eight.
1: Yeah. I would have guessed six probably.
0: Yeah. And then the cost we just had to raise our expenses on Heroku last week. We upgraded our database, but we're all just under $200 a month in and tools right now, one or two of those, we might cancel or move to free but at most that's like 20 bucks or 40 bucks depending if we do one or two of them and then we you know added $50 in expenses for the Heroku upgrade but it's right so we're know, closer
1: to 150 but still
0: still it's probably a lot mm-hmm. more i mean i bet if i had asked you this morning before we did this you would've been like i don't know 50 60 yeah.
1: yeah i would have guessed probably 70
0: yeah so it's interesting i mean it's in all all said like you know it's less than We charge for a single hour of one of our times for a client's thing. So from a reasonable standpoint, like it's actually beneficial to our time to have most of these tools, but it's just definitely more than we expected.
1: And the other thing that it got me thinking about was when we were discussing some of these, they felt very essential and worth it. Most of them feel very essential and worth it. And that got me kind of thinking, you know, at what point does that... Does arrows feel like that for someone, and how do we get it to that point where
0: yeah it's, it's an obvious thing right like there some of these we went through are like,, oh, we would not turn this off it 's not worth it like this is so useful
1: exactly, and it's so useful that we in a sense weren 't really thinking about it, getting back to the you know being surprised by the two hundred dollars and I think that applying that same lens you know if someone were going through and they were paying for arrows. How do we get it where the value just seems obvious?
0: Yeah, I think that's actually an interesting point because you know COVID happened this year, and you see a lot of some tools were on the chopping block pretty quickly, and some tools were you know like their usage expanded pretty you know like Zoom went way up you know and I mean some of that's situational, mm-hmm. but if if a business is in that point where they are oh wow our our spending's gotten really out of whack like we just hired a new CFO they're going to go through and and tally everything up. We need to make sure that we are one of those tools where obviously, that is, is not the case, right? Where they're just like, of course, we'll keep this, like, why, right? Why or they, it's,
1: this? it's it's a thing where it's not just, just oh, we'll just switch back to a Google Sheet or whatever.
0: Yeah, yeah, and that's been on my mind a lot as I've kind of peeked around at other products, pricing, not not comparable ones, but you know, ones that are maybe comparable to a different type of business, in their value, and. You know, I think the way Arrows is now and the way it's comparable is it still is a workflow improvement over Trello or Google Sheets. It's not a, some businesses have found the value of like, wow, we would never get rid of this because it is actually valuable to our business. But I think most people are still looking at it just as a replacement to to a more manual workflow. Yeah. But hopefully as we move into the December, January, February phase of product development, we can start adding those features that are a step above just a workflow replacement. Yeah, well, yeah,
1: we have some of it now, but yeah, the more, the further we can push, the more obvious that'll be to more people.
0: Yeah, exactly. Let's see, we're we're the week of Thanksgiving. This is a partial week we're going to finish up this transition to get the new bank account, set up the new Stripe account, transition all these 20 tools, make sure they're clearly set up under arrows and with arrows billing information and uh, arrows admin URLs or admin email accounts and all of that. So they're very clearly set up. Then what do we do next? So then
1: we start getting into, I think this is kind of the stuff that we've been thinking about a little bit where one, we want to redo the website and do a proper launch and marketing push on arrows. So that's one piece of it. And then the other piece is of course, still the product development and keeping that moving forward. So we've talked a little bit about how we split that up, how we try to push both of those pieces forward and make product, uh, not product, make progress on both of those at the same time
0: yeah and i think that's it's interesting interesting if if people listen to last week's episode it kind of ended in a weird spot because we we didn't really finish the discussion and then we ended up on the phone for almost an hour after that Mm -hmm. and where where we were finally able to kind of articulate the feeling was oh we we've done things well so far but ultimately it feels like we are probably entering a new phase of the product or new phase of the business with January being this quote-unquote launch time so we've done great but from there on wow. we need to think about how do we move things marketing and product move them forward together in lockstep so right you no know.
1: in big P right and that that's that stems from a few things one like we've talked about a lot is the products kind of at a base level of quality and expectation for what should be there uh, so that's one so that leads into This other piece, which is that there's a lot of product stuff that is not as foundational and is a bit smaller and is also more closely tied to what people are doing. Uh, So, for example, today we were talking about, you know, how do we get the smallest version of uh, An API going just setting sending things through Zapier and do use doing that kind of minimum viable API work and doing that rather than because uh, it's not obvious to us how people will use it or what they will do with it in the same way that all of the work that we've done up until this point is obvious that we need to do this work and it needs to be good and it needs to be somewhat polished. Now we're moving back into a more sort of open. Uh, we're not 100% sure what this will look like and what this will be. So these portions of it can be more experimental and fast and seeing what people react to.
0: Yeah. And and then while you know a lot of those things maybe don't need as much design or as much time from both of us so then one or the other of us can be putting time into blogging things or making updates to the site or promoting you know our, our content in different places and 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 kind of really pushing more of the sales and marketing stuff together while there are features being built yeah. and not feeling like this period like we've had the last few months where oh, we're mainly doing sales or we're mainly doing product and the other stuff is kind of lagging behind. If we can keep things moving forward or at a similar pace, even if both are maybe a little bit slower, I think that would probably feel better. Yeah. So December is, yeah, going to be a lot of website update work, all things kind of planning for uh, January launch and maybe we'll be able to launch some features in, in the API space, but that that'll yeah. probably maybe be slow as we, as we lean to kind of closing out the year. Oh, and then last thing. So we're going to turn on self-serve sign-up probably next week, quietly, you know, just if people find the site as they're coming, we are going to enable that. Do we, what's our, do we have any idea or hopes for what, what we think a successful version of that in December up until launch would be two, three signups like paid users.
1: Yeah, it's tough to say because I think that with the amount of work that we've been putting into acquisition, it's really hard to guess what the, how many people will actually come across it or engage with it. It seems like most of our conversations and demos come from random referrals or word of mouth things. So it's tough to feel like we have a baseline to measure against kind of.
0: Yeah, the question is, is a demo or putting in, signing up and putting in a credit card, which is a bigger hurdle, or is it a hurdle for a different type of person? Mm-hmm. Will it be anything? Maybe we'll get a fair number of people sign up and then stop on the second page where they choose a plan, even though it says, you know, we'll be pretty clear that, that you have to choose a plan, but maybe they'll still just kind of be optimistic about it. Uh, but at least we'll we'll have a little bit more intent information there and decide if we should do a free plan or not. Yeah. Yeah
1: yeah I think my main hopes are that we the transition is smooth and that the people who do show up randomly kind of get through it just you know i don't i don't I don't have any feelings about how many people will show up I just my goals are that the people who do show up it works and the people our current customers that that transition is also smooth and that we can kind of close the Page on that kind of portion of this work.
0: Yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah, for me, it really—I guess—just someone going through the process of mm-hmm. buying and making sure that we we have something there, and maybe yeah. we do some soft marketing before our actual launch, like to kind of let people know in the forums and places that we're in that it's alive. But we can talk about that later. Okay. All right. Catch you cool. later. Later.